Welcome to the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. I'm your host, Claire Sieber, global career and leadership coach, facilitator, speaker, and founder of Eating Your Cake 2, a business focused on helping you take control over your career and leadership success. Right here on this podcast, you'll learn how to amplify your influence, accelerate your career growth, create real presence, and have a true impact by learning the tools and strategies that you need to show up with more courage, more confidence, and more clarity. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello, wonderful human. How are you today? Welcome to the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. I'm your host, Claire Sieber. And as always, it is an absolute privilege to know that you're taking the time to pop me in your ears as you get about your day. What is happening in your world? What wins do you have to share with me? It's the middle of the year. So I know that for a lot of us, as we get to this time of the year, we're finishing up a financial year. We're starting a new one, particularly if you're in Australia, or even if we aren't changing financial years. For a lot of us, we're hitting that kind of mid-year funk where we start thinking, holy shit, how is it June? How did the year fly by so fast? And all those things that I said I was going to do, maybe I haven't even started yet. And we tend to start putting pressure on ourselves and beating up on ourselves for the fact that we haven't. Does that sound familiar to you? <laughs> if it does, friend, you're not alone. I looked at my to-do list that I created back in January, and there are most definitely some things on that that I have not even got to yet. However, there are also a number of things that I have achieved that weren't on that original list. So make sure that if you are feeling in a bit of a funk and you are feeling like perhaps you haven't done the things yet that you said you would this year, that you also be kind to yourself because there's probably a lot of other things that you have done instead that are also very important. Now, in this podcast episode, I'm going to talk about key tips on how to get a pay rise. And most importantly, how to effectively ask for one. This feels like a really important topic at the moment, and I'm finding I'm getting more and more questions from people around it. I think it is because, again, the time of the year. So I know for a lot of organizations, they wrap up their year at the end of June, and then they start the new year at the start of July. So there's a lot of things happening around performance reviews, which are sometimes linked to salary conversations or bonuses. Then there is also kind of new year goal setting that happens as well. So whatever that looks like for you and whatever position that you're in, if you are someone who is sitting there at the moment thinking that you want to ask for a pay rise, but you just don't know where to start, then I suggest you listen on in for the next 15 minutes or so to what I have to say. And secondly to that, if you also know that you are somebody that might need a little bit extra help in this space, then I also suggest that you grab my ebook around how to get what you want at work. This ebook is $27. Like seriously, it's the cost of a meal. It's 27 bucks. It's 57 pages. And it gives you everything that I'm going to tell you today, but in a way more detail and with copy and paste 
templates, cheat sheets, checklists, and everything in between to make sure that you set yourself up for success when you embark on a salary conversation or any kind of conversation with your manager where you want to ask for something. So I'll pop the link to that in the show notes. It's $27. It is called the Get What You Want at Work Kit, and it is ready to have in your hot little hand immediately at the end of this podcast. Back to the tips that I want to give you today. So this, the real catalyst for me recording this episode was actually a conversation that I was having with a client the other day who reached out to me and said, well, I've had a staff member. They've just walked into my office kind of unannounced, unprepared. And they've just said to me, is there scope to increase my salary? That's it. That's all they said. No warning, no preparation, nothing. And my client was a little bit caught off guard with that and approached me and said, what do I say? How do I deal with that? And how do we navigate that? And so the first thing that I'm flipping the narrative today. So instead of walking you through the advice and the guidance that I gave to my client, who was the manager in this situation, I am flipping the script and instead giving you the tips as the employee who wants to ask for the salary increase on how you can best prepare. Because let's get real, we only get one real shot at doing this properly. So if you take nothing else away from today's episode, take this away. Preparation is key. If we're going to go in and we're going to ask for a salary increase, we're not just walking into our boss's office and saying, hey, can I grab you a cup of tea? I'm getting one too. It's a pretty significant conversation. So we shouldn't just be popping our head in and throwing away a line like, can we increase my salary without doing any preparation? Am I guaranteeing that just asking that question won't work? Sure, it might in some circumstances, but you're really not setting yourself up for success. And what I often end up seeing happening then is that people don't get the outcome that they're looking for because they weren't specific enough about what they wanted in the first place, or they don't get anything. And then they end up walking away feeling frustrated and resentful towards their manager or their job or the company, all because they didn't put their best foot forward in the first place. So am I guaranteeing you that by putting these four steps in place that you will absolutely get the increase? No. But what I am guaranteeing you is that if you put these steps in place, you will be in a way, way better position than what you would have been if you just walked into your boss's office and said, hey, can we talk about my money? Okay, so step one, preparation is key. So do yourself the justice and show yourself the respect of taking the time to prepare for these conversations. So the first tip that I want to give you which sounds obvious, but it never ceases to amaze me, the lack of people that actually do this. Do your research. So if you've decided that you feel that it's timely and it's relevant for you to get a salary increase, do yourself the favor of going out and doing some research around what is happening in the market. Go on to LinkedIn, go on to salary boards, go on to Seek or whatever other job platforms are out there or salary platforms that are out there and actually start looking at like roles and what they are offering. This is going to do a couple of things for you. It's going to back you with data to know that what you're asking for is totally fair and reasonable. 
or it's also going to tell you that maybe what I'm asking for is a little bit more to market than, than what the general market appears to be offering, of which case I need to make sure I'm able to leverage some of the extra accomplishments or projects or challenges that I've faced or revenue that I've brought into the organization to really make my case of why I am a valuable asset to this organization who is justified to be paid the amount of money that I'm asking for. So do your research. And the other thing with this as well is we can find almost anything that we're looking for when we really want to. So I can guarantee you that you'll be able to find a salary that you want for the role. You will be able to find a salary that you want to ask for for your job role. But where I often see people go wrong is they'll come and say, I'd like to ask a salary increase of this much money. Here's the data that I have to show why it's fair. And then I'll go and look at the data and the examples that they're giving me are for jobs that are nothing like the one that they actually do. So make sure that you are comparing apples with apples. When you're doing your research, look for like roles in like industries of like-sized organizations. Don't just go and grab the job roles that look great to you, but are actually nothing like the role, the responsibilities, the company, the industry that you're in. Because that's just going to backfire on you when your manager then goes away and is able to find all of those examples that are far more accurate and in line with the job that you're doing than the ones that you provided. Okay, so step one is do your research. What's happening in the market? What's happening in the industry? What is the usual cycle inside your organization around giving increases if it has one, right? Arm yourself with research. That will be your best friend. That now leads me into tip number two. Come to this meeting backed now with more data around yourself. What do I mean by that? I mean, make sure that you've taken the time to step back and capture all of your key accomplishments, your key deliverables, the key projects that you've been involved in and have delivered on over the last six or 12 months. Bring in with you the data around the revenue you've brought into the business or the money that you've saved the business or the processes that you've optimized or the additional responsibilities that you've taken on if you've absorbed some of the other roles perhaps inside a company, right? So come with data about you. This is going to enhance your chances significantly of getting the increase that you want as opposed to just walking in there and saying, oh, can we just chat about my salary, right? Instead of doing that, eh, do not recommend, what you are doing is you're coming in with information and you're presenting it in such a way that your manager can hear around the value that you're adding to the organization, the impact that you've had to the organization. And so instead of just saying, I work really hard and I'm really stressed and that's why I should have an increase, you're saying, I've taken on these additional responsibilities, which have actually contributed to the following outcomes for the organization. Or I've delivered on this particular project over and above my standard role, which has meant that the organization's actually been able to save money here, 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 or we've been able to achieve a greater amount of revenue here, here, and here because of this project deliverable. That is going to have a far greater impact than you just saying, I work really hard and I'm stressed, so I should have more money. So really think about the language that you're using 
when you go in and have this conversation. But it all comes back to preparation. Preparation is everything. So make sure that you take the time to do it. Now, tip number three is around flipping the narrative, right? So I've touched on this a little bit already in tip two, but flipping the narrative really means that I don't doubt that the reason you feel that you would like a salary increase is because it's personal, right? In that you probably feel like you're working really hard. I'm really stressed. I'm taking on more. The cost of living's gone up. Maybe my rent's gone up. My bills have gone up. My current salary is not stretching me as far as it used to. Or maybe you're trying to save for a house or a holiday or you know any number of other things in between. All of that is super important. It's so important that you have these goals and these needs. But if you're going into this conversation, just using those as the reason to ask for an increase, you aren't setting yourself up for success. So my guidance and my advice is to flip the script, flip the narrative. Instead of going in there with saying, why you think you deserve one because I work really hard and I'm stressed and cost of living's gone up, et cetera. Talk to why it's in the best in the best interests of your manager or the organization to provide you with that increase. So again, that goes back to talking about the value that you add, the outcomes that you deliver on, and even more so what you will continue to be able to deliver on for the organization into the future when you're able to secure this increase. So it's also really helpful to dangle that carrot around the future deliverables that you know that you'll be able to achieve when you feel valued and recognized member of the team. So again, flip the narrative. It's not about you. It is about why the organization should want to give you this increase because it is really clear on the value that you add and the deliverables that you achieve for it to continue to be able to grow and succeed. Okay, so that is tip number three. And then the last tip, and again, this is one that sounds obvious, but if I had a dollar for every time I have seen it go terribly, I'd never have to work again. Tip number four is be confident and professional. Now, in order to go in with confidence, you need to be prepared. So that is step one. The more prepared you are, the more confident you will feel but also be professional. If you go in, and I've seen this done many times, if you go in threatening for an increase and saying things like, if you don't pay me this, I'll leave, that might be true. In your mind, you might know that that is true. If I don't get this increase, I'm going to start looking elsewhere. Cool. It's really important that you know what backup looks like for you. What is the backup plan if I don't get what I want? But you don't say that out loud. You don't say that in a threatening way to your manager where you're giving them ultimatums around pay me this or I'm out, because all that's going to do is ignite defensiveness inside a conversation. And it's going to mean that what could have been a really powerful, constructive conversation where you were able to put your best foot forward, talk about all your amazing accomplishments and really showcase the value that you bring, instead of it being about that, it's just become a threat fest and an ultimatum, and the conversation will completely move away what you wanted it to be about. And you'll end up walking away feeling frustrated, angry, and resentful that you didn't get what you wanted because you fired up or you didn't prepare accordingly. So be confident, 
And you will be confident if you follow these steps and you've prepared and be professional. If your manager responds to you with the fact that they might need some time to speak to a few people or get some more information or whatever, honor that, respect that. Because just as you've prepared, they might need to prepare as well. But follow up. It's totally fine to ask the question of not a problem. When can we meet again to discuss the next steps? So always follow up and get a next step around what the action, next action for that conversation will be and then follow up on that. But make sure you remain calm, professional and confident and don't ruin all of your hard work because you got flustered or angry or defensive or threatening because you started to panic that things weren't going the way that you wanted them to. So those are the four key tips that I'm going to give you today, my friend, all centered around this foundation of preparation. But if you want to nail that salary conversation, and if you want to ask for a pay rise and actually have a good chance of getting it, you need to do your research. You need to come backed with data about you, meaning your accomplishments, your deliverables, the value that you add to the organization. You need to flip the narrative. Talk about why the organization wants to give you this increase, not just why you want it. And lastly, come in with confidence and professionalism. So I hope that those tips have helped you think a little bit more. If you're someone who knows you want to have that conversation with your manager, but you don't know where to start, I hope I've given you some practical tips on where to start and how to navigate these conversations because they're a big deal and they can feel scary and they can feel daunting. But I tell you what, they feel a hell of a lot easier when you've done the prep work. So if you need a helping hand digging into this a little bit more, as I said earlier, my Get What You Want at Work kit is only $27, two seven. That's it. I will drop the link to it in the show notes. Again, it comes with copy and paste templates, comes with checklists, it comes with conversation starters and everything that you need to do before, during and after you engage in these kinds of conversations. As always, if you've got any questions that you want to ask, and if you're loving what you're hearing, please share it with a friend and please give me a review. It goes a really long way to helping this potty get in as many ears as possible. That is it for today's episode. I hope you have a beautiful day and I look forward to seeing you again very, very soon. Well, that's it for another episode of the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. It has been amazing to have you here and I am always so grateful for you taking the time to pop me in your ears as you go about your day or night. Remember to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Eating Your Cake 2 and if we aren't connected on LinkedIn yet, reach out and say hi. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then I would love if you would leave a review so that others can find the podcast and come and hang out with me here too. Until next episode, you've got this. You can do it. You are doing it. And remember to back yourself and what you have to offer. Hey there, thanks for hanging on and thank you again so much for listening to the podcast. I truly love having you with me, but I want to make sure that you know if you're ready to work together exactly how we can do it. The first way is through my game-changing Transform Your Career six-week accelerator program. 
This six-week online program is for busy professional women who are ready to regain control of their career and leadership once and for all. Go from feeling like just another employee to an in-demand asset in your company. Stop feeling lost, stuck and unmotivated and instead feel confident, worthy of earning more and armed with the tools to go out and get what you want. The Transform Your Career Accelerator cuts the crap and gets right to the key levers that you need to be pulling to ensure you are seen, heard and noticed at work. Add to this an epic group of like-minded women all coming together to share insights, learnings and to build a new network along the way. If this sounds like something you need, then join the waitlist now. The link is in the show notes. The second way you can work with me is through my private one-on-one coaching program, where I only take a very limited number of clients each year by application. My six-month private programs are for you if you know you need tailored coaching and guidance now. You want a container of space and time just for you to work through your exclusive and unique goals. You don't want to wait for the waitlist in my other programs because you know you want access to my brain and my experience all to yourself. If this sounds like you, then book a free call in my diary today and let's chat. Lastly, if you want me in your organization to come and share my tried and tested knowledge with your team on how we can all collectively elevate our own leadership and career success, then jump on my website and download the services info pack or grab it from the link in the show notes. Thanks again for listening.